Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to This Band is Real. Ah, it's a show about bands you've never heard of. I'm your host, Madeline DiMiuga, and we are live for our first episode of season one. What? Crazy, crazy intimate setting right now. Um, so who we have on stage for our house band in this episode is on guitar, Jake Drumgool. Sick. And we got Elliot Mayo on the drum. Specifically that one crash cymbal. And on bass we have Anthony Wilmore. Uh, aren't they great, y'all? Now get out of here. No one needs you yet. We're such a ramshackle operation. Anyways, so uh, those of you that are here in studio tonight, you guys have an idea of what this show is, but for those of y'all tuning in at home, you probably don't know what's going on, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the lowdown. Tonight, we're going to feature two bands, and they're both uh, artists that are local to Austin, but only one of these bands has not existed until now. And by that, I mean one of these bands is fake. And it's up to you at home to determine which is which. So based off of suggestions that we got online and then suggestions that we got from our live audience here today, our fake artist is going to come up here and convince you that they are a real band that's from here in Austin. We'll go ahead and interview them. They'll perform a song based off of those suggestions. And then we will bring up our second band, who will be the real artist, maybe, and interview them. They'll perform, and then they'll close out the show together, and we'll have a great time. It's going to be a great show, and I'm very excited about it. And I couldn't even imagine making this program without all the help that I've had through like all the support of everyone that has come to the show that's in the live audience tonight. Beautiful. And of course, please get up for our tech crew, Morgan Honaker and Nick Griffith. Our house manager for Notes for Notes, Ray Price. And I might not be saying this as eloquently as I could. Notes for Notes is a nonprofit organization that designs, equips, and staffs after-school recording studios inside boys and girls clubs, offering youth the opportunity to explore, create, and record music for free. I personally think that the fact that this is the live music capital of the world, we should be fostering the next generation of musicians, sound designers, really anybody who wants to get into the entertainment business. And Notes for Notes is a great organization for that. So please, if you can, visit their website, notesfornotes.org, and make a donation. A couple of other people that we just want to thank is Shannon Cloud. She was the reason why we were able to get sponsors for later episodes in the first place with her expertise. And finally, Ian Baker for his just extensive list of fake band names. <laughs> like, it's crazy how many band names are on that phone. Thanks to all those people. For those of you that are at home, we are going to reveal who the actual artist was later on our social media. So be sure to follow Facebook and Twitter for This Band Is Real, at This Band Is Real. You can check us out on thisbandisreal.podient.co for bonus content like behind-the-scenes footage and some trailers for future episodes. So please be sure to check that out. Leave comments, and we'll see you guys hopefully the next episode if you haven't already tuned out. Cool. All right. Are you guys ready? 
Okay, our first band tonight. They are fresh off of their Electric Church concert series, and they're bringing denim back in style. Please welcome to the stage the lead singer of Minor Royalty. Hello. 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 Oh, hot <laughs> mic, hot mic. Do I, must I sit down? If you, if you feel it. All right, I'll sit down, but my stomach is very visible. <laughs> <laughs> For the podcast listener, <laughs> I'm naked. <laughs> you sure? You sure you want to be naked right now? Well, in their minds, I'm okay with it. <laughs> All right, and uh, so. You are the lead singer of Minor Royalty. That's right, yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Charles Armstrong Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm the lead singer of Minor Royalty. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I understand, at least from your accent, are, are you actually from the UK? Uh, yes, yes, oh. I am. It's a funny story, actually. You see, um, my, the name of the band, Minor Royalty, mm-hmm. uh, is a, a, a kind of combination of multiple things. You know, first things first. I'm actually 20th in line from the throne. So uh, if 19 people die, then I can be the king of England. Amazing. Yeah, but, um, you know, the, the princes are getting married lately. They're having kids. So it's actually pushing my number back. Okay. So I think I might be 21 or 22 now. Oh, no. Well, we'll see about that. You're just saying time catches up with us all. It's N- true. Not making any kind of weird threats. And so, in which case, if you, let's say you did ascend to the throne, what would you want to do with your band? Well, you know, my band would become the national music of England. Oh, right. And, uh, we would write our own um, national anthem. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah. So, from what I remember reading online, you are from Kensington. That's right. But the band started in Boston yeah. after you went to private school in Jamaica like you guys yeah, met yeah. in Jamaica mm-hmm. moved to Boston That's right. started the band That's right yeah Okay yeah, can exactly. you can you tell me like what was how did that even start like why why did you even move to Boston Well you see um I'm from Kensington which is in England mm-hmm. right uh, and uh, in England there's a place called Cambridge Now I found out much later that there was also a place called Cambridge next to Boston that's right, Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's right. Oh, I know, I know the map. Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah, so I thought, what, a minute? Is this the same city? So I had to go investigate. Uh-huh. And, and so you did. Yeah, it turns out it wasn't the same city. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I, I got sad because I went there looking for breakfast foods, which are English people are very famous for breakfast foods. Really? What's, mm-hmm. your, what's your favorite English breakfast food? English Chicken and waffles? <laughs> yeah. What, what are English chicken and waffles? Uh, it's essentially just gruel. <laughs> Wait, is there any chicken in it? Uh, we've been told that there's chicken or chicken substitute. I also, I love the um, influences that you guys usually pull into your music because mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you guys are listed as like kind of like alt rock kind yeah, of, yeah, like very yeah. reminiscent of the 90s. Yeah. But um, I, I heard somewhere that you guys actually found uh, musical inspiration at your start from Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's right. And uh, um, my dream is to eventually get minor royalty on one of those, now that's what I call music CDs. Oh. 
Okay. You know, there's those compilations. Right. Um, but you know, every every artist starts somewhere.、Mm. You know, step one. I thought, who's very successful? I took a look. Garth Brooks.、Mm. <laughs> and and so of course this was back when the internet was first starting, like 1999. He has fallen off quite a bit recently. <laughs> But anyway, so I, he's been a huge musical influence to the band, you know,、mm. Garth Brooks, a lot of country,、um, and then I got turned on to this other fellow.、Uh, um, people were saying, if you listen to Garth Brooks, you'll love Chris Gaines. Oh right, right. And so he's all right, but this fellow, he doesn't. I like Garth Brooks better. Okay. Yeah. Well, well. Speaking of like artists that run in similar circles,、um, I'm I'm just curious because、mm. you mentioned Chris Gaines.、Mm-hmm. Have how do you feel about like Coldplay and Chris Martin? Have you guys ever crossed paths? I've I've seen. I'm sorry, Chuck. Was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. First of all, it's Charles. Okay. Don't. Charles. I'm so sorry. We're not that familiar yet. I I、mm, I assumed. But you know, it's just it's a point of contention in England. You see.、Um, in England. Yeah. In all of England. Well, yes. Okay. Chris Martin is. Technically treated as English music royalty,、uh. but look at the name of my band. <laughs> Who is literally royalty? But now they treat him like he's nineteenth in line to the throne. <laughs> Meanwhile, just treating me like debt.、Mm. And so you know, I don't want to follow in the family's business of running the country. Right. I want to do my own thing. That's why I wanted to do music.、Mm. Okay. And and first of all, I I get it. You know, I'm different. Yeah. You know, minor royalty. Also, another story behind that name is because I'm actually a minority, but I'm a minority royalty. I was gonna, I was gonna like ask about that, but I wasn't sure if like I should ask about that or like you should bring it up. Like, well, how did that even? I mean, to the live audience here,、right. they understand that I'm an Asian fellow. Yes. But for the podcast listener, I'm a naked British man. <laughs> Completely right. Completely right.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd assume this. Is, I assume this is a touchy subject. Was like imperial, imperialistic kind of deal, or was this like、mm-hmm. recent? Do you mean、uh, imperialistic? Like,、uh, like, do we use a different table of numbers over、yeah. there, like a metric system? Yeah, that's what I'm. <laughs> oh yeah, t- absolutely, absolutely.、Mm-hmm. We're having a yard. For those of you who are familiar with the metric system,、mm-hmm. that's a good joke. <laughs> it's very—it's a British joke, very dry, <laughs> just not funny at all. Speaking of music, let's go ahead and get into some of your music.、Yeah. I、um, am fascinated by、yeah. this new track that you guys have. Yeah, yeah. It actually made it onto like the interna- international, excuse me,、mm-hmm. um, Billboard Top 100 charts. Yeah, that's right.、Um, it's called Suede Hotel.、Mm-hmm. That's right. You wanna you wanna tell me a little bit more about this single? Like I I I love it. I'm a huge fan. I listen to it at least once a day. But like, where did you get the idea for this song? Well, you see, first we were traveling around England. You know,、uh, takes about six hours to do the whole country.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small island. <laughs>、um, but you know, during those stops, we thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to stay in one of these hotels? We call them rentals. Oh. Anyway, we wanted to stay in a rental, but it just wouldn't make sense. You know, it's a six-hour drive to get across the country and yeah. back. Yeah. You know, we could just be back home in our rooms, blink block, right? Yeah. So anyway,、uh, 
this song Suede Hotel was, I thought, if I'm the type of bloke who lives in a hotel, I'm that kind of smooth individual, mm, you know, like right. suede. Yeah. I'm very silky. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like you're a, you're a, a, a not a homeowner, you know, yeah. it's, everyone's a homeowner, right? Right, right. Everyone. That's, yeah. Yeah, is, is that not how it, how it is here in America? You, you know, that might be something that you'd want to bring up with like the British consulate and just like ask about, but it's it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard for everyone to have a home. Oh. That's what they teach us in schools. They in, teach in you Britain. that all Americans have like yeah. houses? Yeah, every American like picket ha- fence and... ha- has a house with a white picket fence, uh-huh. two shotguns. Right. <laughs> One for each child, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And that's it's part of our textbooks. I learned that wow. um, you know right. It was first it was English class, mm-hmm. you know, where we learned about how to be English, and then uh, we we, d- we did maths, mm-hmm. uh, and then it was American history, which was where you guys I learned study about the American history. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, I mean, like we kind of we kind of knocked you out of the deal, you know. Whole... Well, not the way we tell it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The way we tell it, it's like America. We let it go, you know. If you let, if you love something, let it go, and it'll come back to you if it loves you. Some, what's that quote? It's a British quote. What you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. Charles, that just that spoke to me on just like a totally different level, honestly. You know, and it's a British. It's a British turn of phrase. Yeah. You know, we're so good with words. We invented English. I can't argue against that. I feel like that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go ahead and bring your lyricism onto stage, shall we? I think we could get the rest of the band up here. Oh yeah, maybe absolutely. Perform for the rest of our lovely audience. Absolutely. Would everyone here like to hear our hit song? Looking absolutely posh in their denim. All right, everybody. With Suede Hotel, their biggest hit. This is Minor Royalty. Hotel, not a dirty motel. Boy, you like to keep things sweet. And this place has everything you need. This hotel is so sweet. This hotel is just made out of sweet. I said, For free, he said, Son, 
this bar's all yours But it wasn't I paid for years I said Don't go anywhere. This band is real. We'll be right back. Notes for Notes was founded on the core belief that music is the universal language of humankind with the power to transcend virtually any cultural, racial, or socioeconomic barrier. Beyond providing access to equipment and resources, Notes for Notes educates youth about careers both on stage and behind the scenes. They are expanding throughout the country, so please visit notesfornotes.org to make a donation. All right, all right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to This Band is Real. We are here with part two of the show. I hope you guys are ready. But first of all, minor royalty. Wasn't that sick? Indeed, indeed. We have a real treat for y'all tonight. He actually played a show with white label analog over at Stubbs not too long ago. And he is probably one of the most talented musicians that I know. He's here to bring his sad boy aesthetic onto the studio stage. Please welcome Jake Barton. Hello. 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 Is that? Oh, I'm good. Hello! Hello! Thank you so much. What an intro. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I just, I want to get to know a little bit about you, because, like, I think think we've known each other for a a bit now. A long time, yeah. Yeah, but I want, I'd like everyone here to get to know you just like I know you. So let's just start at the beginning. What's your social security number? Uh, six five one. Right. Okay. Hold on. No. Okay. No. 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 Oh, sorry. I don't know. Some people say not to, but I don't. Nothing ever happened thus far. All right. So where where did you get your start with music? Like, what was kind of like the the thing that kind of launched you into it? Into playing it, or just like just like maybe even like the first thing that you ever heard that you were like, man, I really want to do that. Uh, Candy shop, fifty cent. Yeah, that was on KISS FM in the DFW area for about nine years. Uh-huh. And, you know, I just started there and I yeah, yeah. expanded upon that. Yeah. No, I love a good fitty. Yeah. I do. do. Do you think that, like, that kind of carried in? Did, did you want to start in hip-hop? Is that kind of oh, what? Oh, no, I just wanted to be, like, the, in the, the, candy emo, shop. the emo 50 cent. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think your lyricism is one of my favorite things about your music is just like the the phrases that you write are so incredibly artistic and yet I want to be a baller you know oh thank thank you yeah (laughs) I think I think you did your job okay great yeah that's what I'm saying (laughs) what do you feel like you get the most inspiration for your music from uh it's hard to pin down your own inspirations I guess but I've been told I bear a striking resemblance to Cardi B Wow. Most really? of my songs. Almost to like a copyright civil lawsuit. No way. Stat. Yeah. So like you got bars. Yeah. Get ready. Okay. God. 
That's a little. That's a little intimidating. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's no. Don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're supposed to. You're supposed to be like like this boss. Like, don't be. You're don't right. Be, you're you're right. right. Yeah, I'm I am straying right. from my roots. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What are you doing that for? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Guide me back. <laughs> what was actually the first song that you wrote? You felt like was kind of like something that you're like, oh, this is this is who I am supposed to be artistically. The first song I wrote, or yeah, oh. or like, or even because I know it's a hard like thing for musicians to say like this is the first song that I wrote and blah blah blah. Like, what was the first song that you wrote that you liked, that you felt like was you, um, and like you didn't feel like you were copying anybody? I wrote a song when I was in, it must have been either middle school or like late elementary school, but mm-hmm. my friend uh, who was in my grade was spoiled. And I wrote a song, a jealousy song about him, how he had the better life. And my parents were not happy with me. <laughs> Understandably so. What, what was like your favorite lyric that you wrote in there? You know, I just remember the chorus. It went, you have the better life. <laughs> I, was, I was really blunt at that, <laughs> at that age. Man, the angst. Yeah. It's just saturated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes your song titles really surprise me. Like, um, there there are certain songs that, like, one that you'll play tonight, um, Half Degree, which I love so very much. But Thank one you. song off of, like, your uh, debuted EP that came after Half Degree, um, it was called Tacos for My Husband. Tacos for My Husband, of yeah. course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to you wanna maybe expound on, like, what, why? Why? Well, my husband... Your husband <laughs> insisted upon these tacos. No, he did not. It, it was it was a multi day affair. Oh, multi day? Yes. How long? Two days. No. Yeah. And like, but let me get this straight: were they like street tacos? Were they like? No, it was it was just it was like your standard taco shop. It wasn't okay. anything, but nothing authentic or nothing like that. It so was, like, it was a place like Taco down- Bell. No, not that bad. Oh, okay, I see. But not even your husband would ask for Taco Bell. Do you feel like a lot of your personal life ends up leaking into your songs? What do you feel like is the benefit of writing about your own life in your songs? Or do you want to try to distance yourself from your personal life when you write? Well, I guess it's both. It's nice to be able to um, have, say, only your side of the story, mm. rhythmically. And then <laughs> no one can be like, argue with you because singing it because they're wrong and right and exactly. you're right in that moment you're you're completely right yeah and justified and everything so you get your that side of you out that way it's a very millennial concept <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody in the audience is just kind of like yeah uh, <laughs> oh man but uh yeah no speaking of your music would would you like to play a little bit for us sure yeah yeah i'm excited always down all right ladies and gentlemen Gracing our stage is Jake Barden with Half Degree. Worm in the street, find something to read. There must be something to read. Bookworm living free She's changing her hair And changing me Bookworm wants to leave Find half of a 
shop with a half a degree Quiet and complete A stone in the stream A bug on a leaf So hold on to the plans You've got the world between your hands Teach them to Band is real. We'll be right back. Oh my god! Oh my god! We have reached the end of our program, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, but you can listen to us once again on our podient. It's thisbandisreal.podient.co for the full episode. Check out for future episodes. We'll be taping another one in December, so you guys can go ahead and come in for that. It's just been a great show, and I just want to thank our live audience for being here. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. We're not going to leave you with a sizzle. We're going to leave you with a bang. Please welcome back to the stage both Minor Royalty and Jake Barden. Oh, man. You You guys have just been so amazing and it's been it's been a wonder to watch both of you but i don't think the audience at home nor the audience here in studio knows this you guys have actually collaborated yeah we many do, times yeah. yeah we do we do something called a collabo collabo uh do you have those here <laughs> you know i can't say i don't not sure no i'm from here we have them <laughs> you just don't know what they are it's a collabo. It's uh, okay, Jake. Yeah, I'm not no. as cool as you. Okay, I get it. It's all right. It's it's all, but yeah, we we've been working on a few things together, uh, mainly over lunch, brunch, dinner, so me- breakfast. Meals. So, do you guys like live together, or is it like just kind of like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah? Wait, is this your is this your husband you were talking about? Yeah, <gasps> no! actually, I didn't didn't yeah. want everyone to know oh, that I was calling him I'm out directly. So s- It'll stay between us and the podcast. Okay. Fair enough. And the podcast. And the thousands of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> That's generous. Thank you. Um, but when I heard this track for the first time, I was really shocked at how you guys were so able to blend your genres together. And also the inspirations of obviously Cardi B and 50 Cent. And 
yeah. how wonderful it was and like how it was kind of like this rhythmic rap mm-hmm. still like angsty in a way it was it was mind-blowing um yeah. but can you explain to me what what was the inspiration but like for uk r&b well you know it was uh, a lot of things that was going on at the time you know yeah um he jake was very into 50 cent at the time and he came mm-hmm. to me with a lyric and he said 50 is a poet he, he gave me the lyric of if you live in a glass house you should watch your mouth. <laughs> very fitting. Very, yeah, and, very um, I thought, fitting. I thought, oh my God, that is brilliant. Yes. That is brilliant. Yes. I've never, never heard such brilliance before. And so, so I thought, you know what? If 50 Cent can write about songs, Jake and I can write about songs. Yes. You know? <laughs> and Jake and I, if there's one thing that really unites us, it's... Ch- English, English, English chicken, chicken and waffles. waffles. <laughs> now, as I mentioned to you earlier, English chicken and waffles is essentially gruel. Um, but we wrote a song about it. We sure did. Is it like a? <laughs> we... um, but wait, like it's it's not like a it's not like a metaphor for something. It's like just about, or is it? It's your song, like whatever. But like you know, you know everything. No, if we can clear anything up, yeah. please. Let's. Hey. Every everything can be a metaphor if you try hard enough. Okay, yeah. all right. Like what I just said is a metaphor. <laughs> well, I don't think there's anything I have left to say about that. Are you all ready to hear this hot track? Yes. So here with UK R and B is Minor Royalty featuring Jake Barton. Breakfast and lunch uh-huh. in England, 
at the same eye hunch Look now, there's some food Got me feeling, got me feeling so cool Whoa. I said, 